All right, welcome back to our Set on Glory podcast. I am Shasta. And I'm Kristen. And uh, yeah, we just want to talk to you guys again this week um, about the importance of being in God's Word. That's what we talked about last week, I guess, just the importance of being in God's Word and knowing what it says and being obedient to it, um, even just in like these crazy times that we're living in. Um and just trying glorifying God in, in in whatever circumstances we might be in. Um, and so, I guess in saying all of that, we feel like we have to say this this week. Um, we encourage you to be in God's Word, and that is a big, big thing. But um, we also want to encourage you this week to be obedient, to sit under preaching, um, and just in growing and learning in that way, like week after week. Um, not just every once in a while, like going to church and being a part of church is so important in the Christian life. Yes. Yes. So, um, it's important to be gospel minded and take it, um, take nothing at face value, always testing the knowledge by reading and studying yourself. This is why the church and the body of Christ is so important. This helps you, um, disciple one another, grow in love, discernment, um, just to grow in scripture together and to be one one mindedness. So all of scripture is breathed out by God and it is it is all truth. And if we are constantly comparing the things of the world or even the doctrine that we sit under um, to God's word, that's how we can know that it's truth. Um, and that's why it's so important. To not just take whatever you say, whatever your preacher says um, at face value or your friends or your family or whoever. It's always important to test the knowledge by reading yourself and studying yourself against against um, God's word, God's scripture. Um, can, 2 Timothy 3.14, continue what you have learned and firmly believe knowing from who you have learned it. So Christ is also our demonstration in that um, of knowing how to um, interpret scripture, to use scripture, um, but also how to be like-minded in that and how to um, be a body, um, of be a, be a part of a body, which is the church. Right. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, you know, you hear a lot of people say sometimes like, well, I don't have to go to church to go to heaven or I don't have to go to church to be a Christian or whatever. And like, sure, that's true. Um, but... I don't know, because, I mean, I think a true Christian <laughs> wants to be with right. God's people, right. like, worshiping Him, you know? Um, Romans ten fourteen through 17 says, How will they call on Him in whom they've not believed? And how are they to believe Him of whom they've never heard? And how, and how are they to hear without someone preaching? Um, and then verse 17 goes on to say, So faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the Word of Christ. Um, and so... I mean, I think that's pretty clear there that we are supposed to, you know, be sitting under preaching. We're called to gather together. Um, the Bible is, is very clear on that. I mean, Hebrews ten twenty five says, not neglecting, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. And so, um, yeah, I think I think scripture is just super clear on that we are supposed to gather together. Together. Um, 
so. and be a part of his sheep. So when people do not believe in Jesus, it's because they are not among his sheep. So, so much in scripture, um, God refers to us as his sheep. And that's a, not just one sheep, that's multiple sheep, right? A flock of, of sheep. And, and they are led by a shepherd, which is Christ. And one, the sheep are supposed to grow together, be together, be united together. And that's why sitting under church authority and being a part of a body is so important. Um, growing in one another. Um, sheep are easily led astray, but they will always stay together. So as long as you can keep, I mean, as long as you're with a body of believers, man, it's, it's harder to be led astray, but they'll always come back to one another. Right. And they'll always, you know, they, what is it? They hear the shepherd's they voice have, and they yeah. know him. You they know, know like him. There are, so in the Bible, there are two types of people Jesus talks about. You're either a sheep or you're a goat. Or you're a goat. Um, and he is our shepherd. And so, yeah, just um, kind of when you think about it that way, um, just it's just so important. You know, sheep will submit to the shepherd, right? Mm -hmm. Like they listen, they know his voice. And so it's that way with the church, like um, just sitting under sound biblical preaching every week, you know, submitting to the authority of, of scripture. Um, a lot of people... A lot of people will say, call themselves a Christian, but they don't submit to the the authority of Scripture. Yeah, I have on my notes, Christians don't just join churches, they submit to them. And that's a huge difference. I mean, just joining something, it means just you're just there. You're just there to basically fill a seat. Like, are, are you even there? Submitting to something means, like, the you, you, sh you show importance of that. Um, you want to grow in that. Um, submitting means being obedient to that. Right. And hearing it, like hearing it and believing it and obeying it. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, there's this, uh, I was just going to read to you just a quick, it's out of a book by Jonathan Lehman Church. Um, it's called Church Membership, How the World Knows Who Represents Jesus. And he says in that book, um, the church is the authority on earth that Jesus had has instituted to officially affirm and give shape to the Christian life. Just as the Constitution establishes a government, the Bible is the authority of the local church. Um, he goes on to say, The local church represents a place from the future. It represents the whole group of people under Christ's lordship who will gather at the end of history. The visible church, this is pretty good, I thought. The visible church is where you will find Christ's kingdom on earth. And to disregard the kingdom is to disregard its king. Mm. Like, what? Man, that's big. I mean, that's big. Like, when you think about it like that, to disregard the kingdom... Is to disregard is the king. To disregard the king. Man. Um, so, yeah, just... And God designed the church... I mean, you know, as Christians, we're supposed to reflect Christ. We're supposed to follow Christ. Um, and then that's also just in a body of believers in a church, right? We're just supposed to be a reflection of who God is. I have um, biblical church membership. This is also back on the same thing that, that Shasta just read, uh, read from. Biblical church membership is important because the church represents God's witness to himself in the world. It displays his glory. Um, church membership, the non-Christian should see the lives of God's changed people, that God is holy, gracious, 
and his gospel is powerful for saving and transforming. People should be able to know that not only are you a Christian from your outward, how you display God's God's glory and his, his forgiveness, his obedience and his love, but they should know that you're a part of a church from that. From that, um, you should live out your life every day that you shouldn't have to tell people where do you where you go to church. They should be able to they they should want to ask you because obviously they know that you're being obedient in that. You're submitting to a body of believers um and you're loving that. Not you're not just going cuz you have to, but you're submitting and you're loving the people of your church. Right. <clears throat> yes, um and just gathering together with with people like at your church and just just the simple thing of like I mean just singing, you know, mm. like sometimes I'm standing there and when we're all singing, it's just like, man, like this is so awesome, you know, because we're all in one accord. Um, and Colossians three sixteen says, let the word of, of Christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Um, and so I don't know, it's just such a picture of like, mm-hmm what what heaven is going to be like you know um it's like it said you know the church is like a picture of the future you know future. like what, what it's going to be like when we're all together right, right. <clears throat> um i have proverbs eleven fourteen: where there's no guidance people fall but in in an abundance of counselors there is safety hmm. when they're i mean when you're with a body of, of believers in christ there's safety in that um, because you're you're one mindedness, you're one likeness, um, and that's all centered on Christ and growing in in God's word. Um, <clears throat> Philippians three seventeen. Join in imitating me, keeping your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. So, God's word was given to us once again, um, breathed out by Him, inspired. He was wrote by the people He inspired to write it, and. He was our ultimate demonstration. He was our demonstration of how we should walk. He was our demonstration of, of how we should love one another, how we should grow in one another, how we should um, be obedient as far as church membership and um, being one, one-minded with the people that we're with, um, but also dying to one another. Um, right. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> so it's not about you. Right. Church, church is never like really about you. You know, some people you say, well, you know, I don't like the way they do this or I don't like the way they do that. or I don't like their music or I like this or I like that. Whatever it is, you know, like it's not about you. It's it's about other people. You know, it's about um, and, and you don't go like just looking for like some feel good sermon, you know, or some tips or good Life's music cameras. Yeah, lights, cameras, whatever, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, you know, you want to go where biblical teaching is being proclaimed and, like, that you can see people, you know, like, discipling one another, you know, and, like, being discipled. And it's it's about that. It's about just, like, how we all, like, work together. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I think, like, one thing I've found <clears throat> over the, the last couple of years is, like, just... When you really get to know people, like people that you like wouldn't necessarily know, like just, you know, maybe somebody you wouldn't have hung out with in high school or somebody, whatever. Like when you really get to know people, somebody new, 
Like, the more you get to know them, the more you want to know about them. And, like, the more you want to, you know, I don't know, know about them, know about their family. And it's the same way with anything. Like, right, the more you're, whatever you're passionate about, you want to get to know them, you know. Yeah. And so. Whatever you're investing your time in. Right. And so, you know, I would just say, like, maybe, maybe some of, maybe most of you who are listening to this, like, already are doing all of these things. Maybe you are already a member of a church. Maybe you, um. Maybe, or maybe you aren't, you are a member, but you're just not going like you should maybe. And this is just kind of an encouragement to you mm-hmm. to like go and like be involved and talk to someone new there and try to get to know people, you know, part of, um, part of like our call to Christian, you know, to being a Christian and being part of a church is being hospitable to one another and just mm-hmm. like learning one another. And, um, you just be surprised at how much you will grow from that. And how much, um, I don't know, you know, just how much, even just like, you just never, your kids, your kids seeing that, I guess, right. like your kids. You never know what your presence in that day at church will do for another person. Um, and it may be that you're not even, I mean, I'll just be honest. There was one day at church that I was just kind of like all over the place, running here, running there, you know, and, and I just had to kind of sit and say like, Lord, just clear my mind, you know, so I want to be focused on you. I want to glorify you in, in, in this worship. Um, but then somebody else said, I just, I I see, I see Christ within you. And that was an encouragement to her. And then we started talking and, and then we started talking more and more and more and just those simple acts of obedience that sometimes you're aware of sometimes you're not aware of just being present loving one another just going up to somebody and just asking how how they are or giving them a call or a text I mean that is being a part of a body loving one another and like Shasta said maybe these are not people that you would necessarily um meet um, out on the street or be a part of like your, your friend group or whatever. Um, but man, some of the most encouraging people I know are maybe people that I wouldn't have hung out on with on a daily basis and shame on me for throwing that out there. But, but you know, like I'm so, I'm so thankful that God brought them to me, brought them to our church and, Man, they just, they grow us so much. Um, And we hope that we're an encouragement for them also. Um, But you just never know what just simply coming, um, being active in your church, being a part of a body will will not only do for you, but it does for others as encouragement. Um, Yeah, I think like, and I think the best, the best thing like about a church and how God like designed it, especially, you know, in a healthy church, it's like, you know, I mean, and not every church is perfect. I'm not saying a perfect church because there is no there perfect is church. Not. But in a healthy, functioning church, you know, like you can sit there and you can see people. And you might not have just a whole lot in common with them. But what you do have in common is like this like-mindedness, mm. you know. And like we, we as Christians in this world today, like we need that. Like mm-hmm. we... We need to be together. We need to gather together with people who are like-minded as we are, you know, and who are strengthening us and we're strengthening them, you know, and just being there. Um, Philippians um, 2 says, Complete my joy 
by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Verse 3, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Verse 4 says, let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interests of others. Um, and I mean, that's just what it's about. Like doing church, doing life together, mm -hmm. you know, knowing how to pray for um, your sisters in Christ there, you yeah. know, talking to them and saying like, how's your week going? You know, yeah. I am so horrible at that. Like <laughs> I'm so horrible at like, I mean, I, I used to be, I know I see it now. Like God's really kind of shown that to me, like that I, would just be bad to like just like small talk you know like mm -hmm. hey how are you yeah. i'm good how are you yeah okay and like whatever but no like that's not you know it's 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 about really talking to somebody and even sharing your you know i mean you all i always want to be like oh i'm fine you know nothing's wrong with me whatever but like no like sharing your burdens with one another and like that's that's what it's about and that's right. what's so sweet about that and also like i want to say like it's so important for your kids to see this. Yes. You yes. know, like your kids just go, like taking your kids week in, week out, whatever, Sunday, Wednesday, whenever, you know. I mean, I think it's so important to be there Wednesday night too, you know, but like just showing them like what this looks like, you mm -hmm. know, modeling for them like what, you know, that you are, um, that church is important to you and, and showing them like why you go, you know, and talking to them about it, like. You have to do the gospel Monday through Saturday with <laughs> your kids. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's not just a Sunday. It's not just a Sunday and I, or and a Wednesday. I'll, I mean, take your children to church. Talk to them about what was talked about at church. You know, ask ask them questions and answer their questions. You can try to help them see Christ, you know, more fully. Um, and this is not this is not the way I grew up, like. You know, not throwing my parents under the bus, just saying, like, we we went to church on Sunday, and we went to church on Wednesday, and sure, we talked about the Bible, and, like, I did see my mom read the Bible and all that stuff, but, like, it wasn't, like, a day-in, day-out kind of thing for us, you know, and so, like, I know this is crazy and strange and maybe hard, but, like, we have to, we have to change this culture, mm -hmm. and it starts with moms and dads living out the gospel in front of their children, you know, teaching them why we believe the things that we believe, you know, because the whole world is against them, is against us. It's against us. And questioning. And like, there's a whole, it's why there's like a whole bunch of kids who, when they grow up, there's, there's the statistics on it are like 70% of kids who grew up in church, like leave the faith altogether once they're out of high school and out of college. Mm, yeah. And, Perhaps it's because they don't know why what they believe. You know, they don't know what they believe or they don't know why they believe, you know, what they believe about the Bible. I don't know. It's crazy. But you know what I mean. So, <laughs> so then I think how do you even answer the questions for your children or your, your friends or your family members if you're not in God's word yourself? Um, if you're not a part of a body of believers, you know, I mean... You can go to if you're if you're stuck and you're having problems understanding things or or you just have a question, I mean reach out to your pastor, um, you know ask for help, call one of your friends that that is in the word, ask for help, and that's why it's so important to be visible and be a part of your body is reach out to one of your fellow um, 
uh, women in Christ or reach out to a deacon, reach out to a pastor, um, ask for help. You know, I mean, not only can they help you, but they can pray for you. But how can you ask, answer the hard questions for your children um, if you're not in God's word yourself? If you're not reading, you're not, you're not digging, you're not sitting under gospel um, truth of the doctrine being preached um, Sunday and Wednesday, how can you do those things? You can't. You're going to fall. You're going to fall. Yeah. You're going to... It's just... It's so much easier. It's so much more comforting. It gives you so much more... Um, I don't know. To be with other people who are like-minded. I mean, like, I don't know about you, Shasta, but I- I'm pretty sure I can speak for you, too. That going to church and being with the people that are like-minded is where I feel the most comfortable, where I feel the most love, where I feel the most comfort. Um, it's, it's something, man, it, it's like, it's so fun to sit there and start talking to somebody and like they start, they start talking about God's word. And then you're like, Oh my gosh, look, we just studied this. And, and then you start going and going and going and you never know who's sitting around you listening to that either. But, um, it's just so encouraging and it, it's so helpful. And yeah. man, it's just, it's just, it makes me think of like, that's what the future holds, right? That right. That's what yeah. the church is going to look like in the future is, is, um, just focused on God's word. Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, I used to look forward to like going out on Friday night and partying, <laughs> oh, you know, gosh. but like seriously, like, but now like Sunday going and being with God's people and maybe that sounds really like maybe I've you know whatever getting two shoes of me but I mean I'm serious like I love like we you know we God has blessed us with a wonderful church family and like I love those people mm-hmm. like I really do and I love like meeting with them and talking with them and you know singing with them and like doing Sunday school and like all of it like it's just yeah talking to them after or whatever you know it's just it's like it's just so um rich so good yeah it's so rich and so good and so like man don't miss that like don't I don't want anybody to like miss out on that you know I mean and so like we we looked up some statistics I can't say that word (laughs) (laughs) and so I think these are right I don't know maybe you don't quote us on this this is what the google says yeah the google over 160 156 million people in America are unchurched um, 42 million of those were children and teenagers. So that's just like, wow. Mm. And there's like out of 329 million Americans. So I don't know. I was just like, that's amazing to me. Under, really. And like out of 329 Americans, almost 200,000, because it said in 10 years, it's grown. Yeah. 30%. percent. Yeah. And right. so like that leaves it at like almost 200 million people are unchurched. That means there are way more people unchurched than there are churched like this is huge y'all like this is huge yeah and i think i mean so it is just with all the craziness in our world like it just makes you think like hmm wonder why (laughs) well i think it goes back to we're just going through the movements we're not showing our children christ right we're not we're we're not churching our kids and then you know, what was the statistic of the people that, the kids that fall from, um, that end up gr- growing going away, like going 70 away, yeah. 75%. 75%. I mean, 
that's man that's big that's so big yeah. um i wish it was reversed <laughs> yeah right i know but i think i mean so i don't know maybe this like i don't know this is our call to you you know like if you and and like i said like i i hope most everyone who's listening to this like oh my goodness i hope you you are going to church and being part and and talking to your kids about you know, the gospel and like what you're learning and, and, you know, ask your kids like what they're learning in Sunday school. Um, Mm -hmm. and just, I don't know, it doesn't have to be some big production on, you know, every night of the week that you, you know, have this big Bible time, but it can be at the supper table or whatever, you know, like after church on Sunday, like ask the kids, like, did you Mm -hmm. hear what he said about this or that or whatever? And, and, And like incorporate it into your life. And then, you know, or at the breakfast table on Monday. I mean, you know, something's going to happen in your life. Something is going to trigger. Yes. Hey, I heard that, you know, or it, especially if you're in God's word, especially if mm-hmm. you're reading and studying. And, um, you know, if you have, if you have a Sunday school curriculum or something like that, like read that together and just go over that with your kids. It's so important. It's so important to show them, um, you know, that it's important to you. And because yes. if it's important to to you it's important to them and I don't know it just made me I thought about this song so like uh it's called I think it's called Living Water isn't that the name of the song I think it is Living Waters anyway and there's this line in the song that says um lead your children to the shoreline life is in these living waters and like you know you may not see the fruit of taking your kids to church like you may not see that right now you know you may not see that next year like but it's it's about taking them it's mm-hmm. about leading them mm-hmm. to the waters you know you you cannot make them drink those water you can't you can't make them want it you can't make them drink it but you can take it to them you know and only christ can can yeah, make them true. see how they need that like yeah. only god can reveal that to them and so um but all you can do is lead them there you just mm-hmm. keep leading them there keep leading them there you know and I mean, I think God will honor that. I think he will bless that. And so, um, and back to what you were saying about, um, you know, just talking at the dinner table and stuff like that. I mean, I think there's, there's life things that happen daily that are, that you can use for teaching. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, there's, something will happen throughout the day where you can say, I mean, like, look, I mean, this is how this is how we should treat this. This is how we should approach this. I mean, in the Bible, you know, this is, this is what Christ demonstrates for us. I mean, I think there's always a teaching that can go on, um, in just daily occurrences that happen, you know, I mean, even if it's not, I mean, we encourage you, obviously, we want you to, um, be involved in what your children are learning and, and growing and, and talking to them, you know, on Sundays, Wednesdays, but furthermore than that on, you know, throughout the days. But I mean, each life lesson that comes your way can be, can be a learning mechanism also, you know, and then they'll be like, Oh yeah, my mom told me like, I remember she said like this scripture, you know, and, and, and maybe that that's an encouragement to them to even share that, that word to their friends, you know, um, and be in demonstration to, to their friends through that. But every day God will give you something. He'll give you an, a moment, um, that happens. He'll give you a time where you can show your, your kids Christ and grow from that. And maybe not just even your kids, but your friends, your family, um, because, I mean, we all have people 
in our lives that are not saved individuals, you know, and I think that's why it's so important to daily live out our faith, but take those moments that are a demonstration and grow from those moments. Use those moments to show God's love, to show his teachings, to show his word um, in those moments. Right. And yeah, that's right. I mean, that's what we're supposed to do. I mean, that's what God, like as Christians, we're supposed to go and spread the gospel. And so, um, yeah, what is Second Timothy? We're going to talk about that. Second Timothy Sorry. three sixteen says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, training, and righteousness. Um, so, you know, every single scripture that is in God's word can be used for teaching. I mean, it's it's there to correct you, to lead you, to um, train you in righteousness, to correct you. I mean, it's there as a demonstration. That is what God's word is for. Um, and you can't pick and choose that either. Like, no. uh, like, I mean, man, I think that's like such a problem today, right? People want to um, pick and choose what they want to believe, you know, or, or you know, they want to sway the word to what they the want. Or, you know, it's Jesus plus you got to do this. You know, the gospel is Jesus plus let's do this too. Or, you know, or take something away, you know. And, like, that's that's not the gospel. Mm-hmm. The true, not not the true gospel. I mean, it it is it is enough in itself. Yes. All of it, you know. Like, all of it is is truth. And all of it is good for teaching. And even just, like, you know, on the way to school or, like, memorizing scripture as a family like that is something that's really really good to do and mm-hmm. like you know your kids are probably have better brains than you do better memory <laughs> yes <laughs> you know so like make it um challenge them you know say i bet i'm gonna let's memorize this, this verse this week or mm-hmm. over the next two weeks like let's try to memorize this first and see who can memorize it first and not necessarily that that's you know but just just kind of getting god's word in their hearts and in their minds and in your heart and in your mind and having something, you know, in common to talk about, I guess. And so, well, and that'll probably bring up more questions, you know, the more they start seeing scripture, the more questions are going to come, especially with children um, and with adults too. The more you see scripture, the more questions are going to come, which means the more studying and the more growing in God's word. Um, Right. But it's there to help guide you. I mean, that's scripture. And that's, and that's another, and that's, another reason why you should be going to church too because like sure you can you can read the bible on your own but like going and sitting under preaching and and like going and learning in sunday school like Mm -hmm. that's also i mean i'm no theologian like i don't have you know like i don't understand every single thing but you know it's like you were saying earlier just like it's such a big part in of teaching our children you know we we need help in that and that is where the church comes in and so that's just like our, that's our, I guess that's our challenge to you this week is to like really, you know, um, I don't know if you've gotten out of church over COVID. I mean, I know like that happened to a lot of people or whatever the case may be, you know, just um, go to church, go get back in your church. Or if you're not part of a church, you know, look for, look for a biblical church, you know, one, one really good um sign of a good biblical healthy church is like that church is making disciples discipling people are showing up to be discipled and that church is making disciples you know that's a really good 
um, thing to look for. So, yeah, we encourage you to look for a church. And if you're in a church, be present in that church. Um, you know, I mean, if you're, if you're just there, you know, I mean, look around, you know, go, go ask, um, a person in the nursery, go, go talk to the youth leader, go talk to your pastor and just say like, Hey, you know, um, can I just, you know, help out? Maybe it's even just like making the coffee in the morning, being present in your church, being serving a body is important, but growing in discipleship is even more important. I mean, discipling others is more important. I love sitting with the elders of the church. Like, I feel like there's so much wisdom in the elders of the church. And one day we're going to be those elders, right? But, um, it's so important. And then your kids see those elders. They, you know, how you love the church is how your kids see that you love the church. Do you, do you love the whole body of the church or are you just trying to get out of there? You know, be present in your church. Um, Shasta had on her notes, like show up for church. Don't just, you know, be present, love these people. Like, um, I mean, maybe, so I think we need to say this. So Matthew 22, 30, 36 says, um, what is the greatest commandment? Number one, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and with all your mind. And if you're doing that according, then you're going to church. You're yeah. you're serving a body of believers. Right. You are loving these people. You are in God's word. Um, we're not perfect, and we're not saying this like we are, but we're saying, like, number one, that's the first commandment. The next one is uh, to love your neighbor as yourself. That means to be selfless. That means to invest in these people, to care about what's going on in their lives, to pray for them in those those moments. Um, but pray for them all the time. But be with these people. Invest in these people. Um, and encourage these people. Disciple these people. And... In return, that's loving. That's loving Christ. That's demonstrating Christ to others. Right. Yep. That's what it's all about. Just showing up. Show up. You know, like even if you don't, if you don't know where to serve, or you feel like you don't know what to do, or you feel like you don't have a plate, like just just show up. Right. Plain and simple. Just be there. You know, like show up. Show up for Sunday school. Show up for church on Sunday. If I mean Sunday night, Wednesday, just go. You know, be there. You don't know what what just your presence there, you know, means to people. Like, my, you know, I was telling her, like, I think my kids just going to church and, like, seeing the people who show up. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just big to them. And, like, they, they notice the people who are not there, you know? Like, yeah. they notice and they'll, like, be like, well, I haven't seen so-and-so. You know, and just their little innocent hearts, like, they, they notice when people are not there. But I think that just speaks so much to these kids who you know who's who are going and part of a church too is just like wow this is important to these mm-hmm. people you yeah. know and so yeah just show up guys that's the soul we're asking to do <laughs> <laughs> so we just encourage you as the week goes on um to just reach out to people talk to people um be present in your church love one another um you know, if you've got a woman in the church that you hadn't talked to in a while, like, go up to her. Invest your time in her. Um, 
you know, asked her how you can pray for her this week. You know, I mean, you never know what somebody's going through and you never know what you're going to go through. So you need these people. So, um, but also, I mean, we put a lot of importance on loving people, but it's also about sitting under the truth of God's word. So don't ever take a preacher at face value. Take that, take that lesson back. Look at scripture um, test that scripture with what your pastor says. And then that, that gives you time to, to grow in God's word with your family, um, you know, with your friends. But, um, we just encourage you this week. Um, what is this Monday? We're recording on a Monday. Um, Wednesday is coming up. When you go to church on Wednesday, you know, show up, love on these people, talk to them, invest some more time into them. Um, just be present and then go home and pray. Pray that God will show you, you know, what else you need to do with your church, serving, um, being more present, but then how to grow your kids more in the word and, and what that means by being a part of a, a body of believers. Um, but we just encourage you. We encourage you to to seek more of Christ through his church and through fellow believers um, this coming week. Yep. And, you know, that's... You know, pray for people and, and also like pray for your, pray for, um, pray for your pastor. Oh goodness. Yes. And like pray for your, um, music minister and your Sunday school teachers. Like that is such a big part and like, and prepare your heart like for Sunday. I think so many times and I'm, I'm so guilty of this. Like, you know, you're running around on Sunday morning mm-hmm. and it's a big, like, oh my gosh, like a, <laughs> I don't know what, you know, world war three sometimes. And then you <laughs> go into chaos. church and you're like trying to smile and like, oh my gosh, you know, everything's like, you know, prepare your heart. Like even if that means like, even for me, sometimes that means like thinking about what, what we're going to wear on Friday night. Sometimes even, you know, if I have a big, busy Saturday, um, prepare, you know, get things ready to make your morning go more smoothly. And then just, yeah, praying and preparing your heart and, um, saying like, I'm going to go to church this Sunday, you know, we're going to get up and we're going to go and we're going to be there and, and pray about that. Yeah. Um, and pray about what that means, you know, worshiping the Lord, like that is what you're doing. You know, I mean, whether you're singing in worship or even, you know, sitting under biblical preaching, like that is worship. Mm-hmm. That is how we worship God. And so, um, yep, it's just so important. So, well, we love you and we hope you have a great week. And again, we just encourage you to seek um, Christ more fully. Yep, that's right. You set your hearts on glory. Bye. Bye.